realize immediately that it's possible now to have a, a whole integrated state of being that I'm, seeking, that I'm seeking through external changes. So and so that's basically what is that what you were texting about with the waking up with Sam Harris is he's basically just saying that every day he's saying now like everything is available now no I uh, no it just uh, that was something different I just you know I get the, for the from the app I get the uh, you know daily thought or whatever and sometimes I'll listen to it but like he's going on about the same stuff yeah for like two years since I've had it yeah, same thing. How is that possible? How have you not had a new experience or, or thought at this point? Well, because of what you just said. We've got nothing to talk about. There's nothing more. There's nothing to say. But the way I say it changes every time we say it. Oh yeah. Well, that's well, that's the thing with his. It's like he. It, it's you don't think it changes. You don't think it like the words are like. Oh, it, like every every message is basically telling me to recognize consciousness or something more or less in those words with different wrapping around it yeah and i've just I, it's the same i've i've never i've never probably i've never for like more than maybe two weeks at a time at most felt like some kind of direction or pointing like that was relevant it, it it ends it goes stale it no it becomes an idea like yeah 100 percent. what is you know consciousness that it's the it's the marking the side of the boat to putting a notch on the side of a boat to mark the location of an island it only points to the island when the boat is in that particular location sailing by yeah the other time you go look at the notch on the boat it means jack shit yeah, mean you to a different island, then you you're totally off base. Then, yeah, yeah, that's why the truth seems to shift. It's yeah, it's contextual for that moment specifically where I am, right then. The state of the mind can be pointed like it's like if you give someone, even if you give anyone directions at any time ever. It depends on where they're starting from. If you, you have one set of directions, it only makes sense from one starting location. And that is what I've, I th I've thought is so impressive about Bhagwan Rajneesh or Osho reading through his uh -huh. transcripts uh -huh. because his his messaging is, is changes depending on who he's interacting with. He never says this, the same shit to anyone. And they all get treated differently. And to me, that's like, I, I think it's a remarkable skill set. I don't know if it's a skill set, but it's just like not being, it would just be not, you know, believing in a, in a set way and recognizing like not going back to something I've learned or said before, but like from the immediate moment where I am and where you are speaking. Yeah. And to me, that's how, yeah. Yeah. But I, th yeah, I guess, I guess it's an art. I would say it's an art form. Because Alex, we were, I was spent basically 18 or yeah, 18 hours in the car with my brother over the last two days. 
And he was asking me about all the music, all the podcasts, all the writing. Why aren't you doing these things? You're really good at these things. And I explained to him that the art that I'm interested in, the, the only real art I'm interested in is the art of living. And that's it's immediate, it's in the moment, and it's absolutely creative at all times. And there's a rhythm to it. And there's a there's a there's a way of moving through it. And that's what I see when I read Osho or Rajneesh, and he's he's playing. He's playing in relation to the music of whatever person's in front of him. And he's seeing, he's seeing how this instrument is tuned almost. He sees, and I wouldn't even say he's the one seeing it. It's just it arises when he gets into relation with someone who's approaching him. And then I had to explain to I explained to Alex. He's like, I had to explain to him that the guru is not not the dude. The guru is fucking a, a, a scallywag, dude, a rap scallion. They're just doing their thing. They're just totally cool. Whatever enlightenment or 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 uh, potentiality that a person is able to access in relation to the guru comes from within them. And it can go on both sides of the spectrum, like any crazy cult, like the Om, some Om Shajna cult we were listening about, where these people did some diabolical shit. All that existed within the followers. The guru is just a dude doing the thing he's doing. It's it's the person that approaches the content, whether it be a person or an idea. Um, it's it's within them that gets unlocked. Yeah, like. We were kind of saying that the other day where <clears throat> all you'd have to do, you take someone that is somewhat on the level, you say that they're a guru, and then you get a bunch of people, you know, you organize a bunch of people to come see the guru and let them ask questions, put them in this, put them in this, the, the position of the student and put the guy in the position of guru. And the whole show automatically creates itself. Yeah. You got a guru from nothing. Yeah. When before, like if this guy had never been, didn't have anyone to like give him, say this, someone to say this guy knows something like there's, there's, there's like enlightened people around us all the time, but no one listens to them. No one believes they're just, they don't have a following or nothing. Yeah, it's it's a person that's that want that that has the willingness already within them to be open. That's all it is. And then I guess the uh, I guess I guess the the potential tragedy or the chaos that can occur is when you have someone who's doing it for a manipulative reason or or are garnered by self interest that has not been eradicated or or at least examined. Which is why all like why we can watch Sadhguru and go like this dude is a cliche now like he's not because if you just continue to get validated for the character that's been created of you, you cease to be a real person. Yeah, it's it's the people around him doing it. Like like you're yeah. like yeah, the guru is really nothing. It's exactly the community around them. Yeah. That's why you look at those old videos of uh, um, um, 
I can't remember the Indian guru guy, but he's in the diaper all the time. And he's got kind of a beard, kind of, he, there's a bunch of pictures of him. He, you got a book of him. I looked at his Ramana Maharshi. Yeah, yeah. You look at him in his diaper hanging out with his donkeys and there's all these people just like, oh, <laughs> oh we're, this is crazy. <laughs> he's so woke. Well, apparent, I mean, apparently he didn't need to say anything for people to like experience and learn stuff around him. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Okay, so there does seem to be a different type of guru who does apparently emanate some sort of power or presence that's easily picked up on. Um, well, but 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 the, yeah, yeah. But then again, it's those. It's the people. It's the people that are that have that the ones that are that are having that experience with whatever object that may be. whether it be a person or an idol. But the, and even deeper than that, the spontaneous occurrence happening regularly in different cultures and showing up in different ways. It was really cool because as I was talking to Alex and he was like, and I was, I was explaining some things for him about the nature of mind, about how, how we're not really choosing anything. And I was able to give some examples where he was able to see it, but for, and he said this, he said, for me to integrate this into my way of living, and I'm using my word, but that's basically what he said. He's like, for me to actually, he said, believe, believe this stuff. I'll have to look at it more. Like, he's like, what you're saying checks out, but I have not experienced <clears throat> what you're saying, so I can't accept it as true. That's the only rational response possible. Exactly. That's the only helpful response possible. Exactly. And I was like, yeah. Wow. He's got a chance. Good job. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was. It's not, it's, it's totally, it's, it's stupid to tell someone that. And then it would be stupid for the person to be like, you're right. I'm going to live from that. Cause they're going to go fuck up their life immediately. Like you can't, <laughs> yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't practice that from an intellectual standpoint, but someone can share that. You can say, I don't know. But like the only way to integrate that is to look, see that in the moment. And then that gives rise to new actions and thoughts. But to say, like, I'm not choosing anything, and based on that, make choices, it, it's, it's the epitome of self-delusion. Because uh -huh. you don't actually believe it. Because you're using it to choose. Yeah. I'm going to choose based on, I, I can't choose. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it becomes another mental framework to choose. That's That's contradictory in its foundation yep most of this stuff is if practiced as a a memory applied to the present it's all contradictory unless it's immediate unless i'm thinking and acting along lines based on what i'm immediately seeing even if that means putting the insight i had yesterday in the garbage can which is generally the most helpful thing to do 
Yeah. Dude, it was so wild. We listened to the David Foster Wallace commencement speech from Kenya, which was like, for me, the start of all this stuff, all this philosophical inquiry. Because he, the one phrase that I always remember, he says, uh, in, in the, in like right near the beginning of the speech, he, he says, um, everything in my immediate experience supports my deep belief that I am the absolute center of the universe, the realest and most vivid thing in existence. And that's happening to all of us at all times. It's our default state. And I was like, like no, when I first heard that and realized that and saw that and started like, I don't know, just recognizing it. Like I could, so like we were talking, like I, I couldn't get to the world as self until I really understood selfishness itself ingrained in my, in my being and my nature, absolute selfishness, absolute, like what I like my, not my thoughts, my feelings, my needs, my wants. I had to really know that this was occurring without my, it was automatic. It's default. So it was like, I had to play with that for a year or two. And, and to, to see it, not know it because I mean, plenty of people tell us that. Yeah, but but it doesn't matter. And that's but it's, so, it's so different to see it. It's such a different experience to see myself automatically acting along and thinking along selfish lines. Totally different from having the idea that I'm selfish. Yeah, yeah. It's not the, not even the same. It does. It's, you no. know, take it seriously when. You see it. You see it. You see it. Nothing to do about it. It's already done. Like the second arises, it's already arisen. Like how can you? There's no action to take to be unselfish. I think that's why I was knotted up for so long, expressing and sharing all the stuff I was seeing was because it, the solution to it that I was being provided through the realms of recovery was I couldn't, I could, it was a paradox. It's inherently selfish to act selflessly. So there was no answer to this shit. (laughs) Right. But yeah. But if there's not a deep looking at that, no one can see that or admit that there's the continuation of the continuation of the state that needs to be managed constantly. Yes. A continuation of the selfish state, which always needs to be tempered, fixed, you know, managed, whatever. It it's really, it really, game. and it's it, not even a fun game to play. It's not, you're, you're, you're being gamed and you're, it's the, it, it was, it, it, it was very apparent it, in the, in the, and during that conversation, during the conversation, when I realized, or when I saw when, when he helped me see that whatever I was talking about, about, about how the world you know, how everything's just occurring and like showing him how these things arise and all this stuff. And I realized how irrelevant all this stuff is and unnecessary all of it is. It's meaningless. It's absolutely meaningless seeing the way in which I see. It's just something that has occurred because of an interest that was not of not my own. And he even, he was like, man, if I had the, I just don't have the interest to really look deep into this stuff. Yeah. I I don't think anyone needs to. Like I was like, when we listened to the Foster Wallace thing, I was like, holy shit, I spent about two years just with that one concept. Like it's what was on my mind all the time. Just, just grappling with the inherent selfishness of being of existence. Yeah. 
Like, why would anybody want to do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're, and if you're not consumed with that interest, then you can probably live a pretty balanced life. Uh huh. About that stuff. Absolutely. Like, it's only because we're interested in this that there's, I don't know, there seems to be any freedom in it. Yeah. Because it's freedom from the interest in it, essentially. Yeah. There's, there's a, it's, I, I think there's a, there's just, there's just a desire for knowing, I think is all it really is. I don't know what it is. There's just a desire to, um, well, I don't, I don't know what the desire is for. I, I can, I can say, I think I know what it is and give it a different explanation or reason every time, but like, there's just an internal movement towards certain inquiries um and that's all i don't know the purpose of the reason and it has nothing to do with me honestly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's not possible to take credit for anything ever yet i i i, I see myself I, I watch myself saying you're welcome and stuff and like just as like social it's just effortless even though i know i i've literally done nothing it's just a convention of language yeah so try next time you're i don't know if it's gonna make any sense next time you take a shower just watch you know washing your hair and using soap and all that just like i don't know why it has to be in the shower but i just always do this for some reason but just kind of keep in mind or like pay attention to the fact that you don't actually know how to do what you're doing. Like I paid when I'm washing my hair, I pay attention to all the movements the hands are making. And it's absolutely clear. I have no idea how to actually do that. It's too intricate, too complicated. I, I don't even know how to move a pinky. I don't know how that works. <laughs> it just moves. Right. Like I have, I have zero idea how to activate all of the, the wiring and impulses that are needed to do that. Right. Like I, I can't even say that I'm the one generating the impulse or the desire to move the pinky within like with a complicated hands-on task. It's totally beyond my comprehension how it's happening yet. It does so flawlessly more flawlessly the less i try to do it or control it and that's you know like you know the i don't know the master musician or whatever you ask them are they are they trying to play the answer would be absolutely not <laughs> they're, letting, they're letting the body play the instrument yeah the person who's trying to play fucking, you can tell, you can hear it. You can hear when a musician is trying to play. Yeah, you can feel it. Not good. Uh-uh. And I guess that's kind of, I guess why you could, we, why one could feel out of place in, in buildings and man-made structures and stuff. While other certain structures don't have that. 
and why you can listen to a pop song on the radio and be deeply dissatisfied. God. Or you could turn on to the jazz station and be filled with life. Yeah.
Could live my life without you. 